We changing the game on the name, put respect. Uncle Dad talks, yeah, live and direct. What did you expect from the two fly guys? One love Kevin Smith, one or more is Golden Eye. Mike's the level-headed, baby gave edits. Uncle Dad gets nervous all the time, but to his credit, he's clever. Spring stuff on Mike on a daily. And can mangle up a name amazingly. The range of events and topics makes it hard to stop listening. So why even attempt it? From bare knuckle fighting to Grammy songwriting to Burning Man flames, to buy a fight of video games and many, many more than I could put in a verse. Just subscribe, tune in. To Uncle Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Uncle Dad Talks. I'm Uncle Dad, and with me, as always, is the ever so handsome, the one and only, the legendary, the magical man himself, Mike Hampton. Hello, hello, magical man. Yeah, you're Magic Mike. <laughs> you're literally Magic Mike. Am I? Yeah, dude. I mean, you're not as you're you're what, hot, but not wait, as hot as Jashanik Tatum. What have I done that's magical? Uh, you've done this show with me for almost two and a half years, my yeah, friend. Yeah, that, <laughs> that is okay. You got me there. Uh, definitely, indeed. Uh, yeah, Mike. Uh, this is I. You know, I said uh, this week's episode, but really, this is the last episode of the year. Uh, we are here doing something. I, I don't think we've technically done a recap episode before, have we? Do you know? Uh, no. No, uh, yeah. I think the only thing I ever did was early on, do you remember we used to play music in the beginning? Yeah. And I did like a recap where I put like, basically I played all the music we did. We To get to highlight those artists, I like played their tracks. Does that make sense? Yeah, but nobody cares. That actually did pretty good, so fuck you. <laughs> this is going to be better though. This will be better, right? That's right, yeah. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so I, I'm excited to do this with you to talk about, and what's really great about 2022 is... Uh, I think it's probably been our biggest year so far. I mean, we're hitting we're hitting three years next year. I think probably I think year three and four are gonna be the biggest. But as of now, year two was probably our biggest year. Uh, so just before we kind of dive into everything, as we recap our and relive these great memories, uh, what did you think of twenty twenty two for us? Yeah, I thought we had some great guests and some great conversations, and we went to some fun, exciting places and saw stuff that we've never seen before. So. I think my head's going to explode just thinking about all of it at once. So, you know, you might have to clean that up. <laughs> yeah, like, let me ask you, like, when we did this uh, for, it's crazy, right? Because we're ending 2022 and we're ending it at 96. Uh, man, we were almost at, we're going to hit 100 right in the beginning of next year. Uh, what has been, like, for you, uh, what's been, like, one of the favorite places we visited? Physically visited? Yeah. Uh, well, I always have to say New Orleans. Of course. I mean, that was the very beginning of 2022. And, you know, I, it's hard for me to, to say anything else if that's part of the, uh, you know, visitary, uh, <laughs> the visitary locations. Is visitary a word? I don't know, but it is now. It sounded cool. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, what makes, that's, yeah. that's what makes you magical, man. You make your own words up. <laughs> Pulled it right out of my ass. Yeah, right out of your ass indeed. Uh, you know, it's been, I, actually, you have a great story about your ass later, too. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, before we kind of dive into this and, and whatnot, and please, you know, this is a very free-form conversation. Uh, Mike, ask me any questions uh, as well. Uh, but as always, we've got to pay the bills, and uh, how we pay the bills is talking about our sponsors. Uh, so we've been graciously sponsored by the, and, and we'll, I'm sure it's a moment we'll mention too, is uh, Clandestine Brewing uh, of San Jose, California. Clandestine Brewing has been truly just, uh, very wonderful to work with. Uh, it's been great to be a part of a part of their uh, podcast team. I guess you would say, uh, the only podcast that they sponsor. And uh, you know, if you well, again, I know I'll mention it later, but you know, they helped us release a beer. You know, like something I think we would never imagine. Uh, and again, we'll dive into that later. But Clandestine Brewing truly makes some of the best beers around. Uh, it's located in San Jose, California. Uh, we say it almost every week. But Mike, tell them how great Clandestine Brewing is. I mean, you've said it all. I think you said too much, but <laughs> I'll, to leave me with some, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've tasted stuff there that doesn't even taste like beer. I've had beer or some kind of seltzer with electrolytes in it. So, oh, yeah, that was... you know, like, when does that ever happen? Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. There, there's, there's not been a brewery that I've been to that has the flavor selection that they have. So... Hands down, whether they're their sponsor or not, I love those guys, and I'm definitely drinking their beer. Absolutely. So go check them out. Be sure to check, uh, tell them Uncle Dad sent you. Uh, from what they told me, if you go down there and you say that now, you'll get uh, 10% off. 
another uh, promo code. Another promo code. But this one's a verbal. A verbal promo code. <laughs> uh, so go down there, tell them Uncle Dad sent you, and you will get 10% off your order. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a free a free taster as well. I don't know. They said they might try that as well. Oh. So definitely check it out. Uh, and of course, uh, the Legendary Horror Magazine. From beer to horror, <laughs> the Legendary Horror Magazine, Fangoria Magazine. Uh, if you go to Fangoria.com, go to their shop. If you buy anything on Fangoria Magazine or Fangoria.com and use promo code Uncle Dad Talks, promo word, well, sorry, promo code Uncle Dad Talks, one word, uh, you will actually get 20% off anything on their store. Uh, and we all know Fangoria Magazine is truly probably the most legendary horror magazines in the world. Uh, big for horror fans alike. We know that I love horror on the show, so I'm very happy that they sponsor us. And Mike, you know, I know you're not the biggest horror guy anymore, but I'm sure you respect the name Fangoria. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I remember in my uh, Hot Zombie Chicks peak performance, I did the Fangoria show, con, whatever it was. In oh, LA. yeah, that's right. And, uh, and I love, yeah, Fangoria is a staple. And you know what else is a horror going from beer to horror is if you drink too much beer, the <laughs> next day is a horror. You know what's funny? Uh, segwaying into the future here. That's uh, right. So use promo code Uncle Dad Talks for 20% off. But to segue, how many times have we recorded it afterwards and had a great time and the next day was not so fun for you? <laughs> Well, you know what, kids? It seems to happen more and more and more. So just, just listen to your uh, non-Uncle Dad person, Mike, and just remember that that's what you had to look forward to. But you know what? The memories are great, man. That I, you... I mean, I, I don't even remember how to do it. You know? I know you don't. I know you don't. I forgot what we were talking about, but somewhat recently you were like, I said that to you, and I was like, yeah, dude. You were like, oh, man, I was like fucked up when I said that to you. Yeah, laugh it up. Uh, hey. You're right behind me. I know. i literally right behind you. You're going to turn the corner soon. Oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, let's go ahead and begin our recap of the year. Uh, so, Mike, right away, yeah. uh, I guess we'll kind of just freeform it, go old school, because we haven't done like this where you and I just chat in a while. So uh, what has been one of your favorite highlights of the year so far? Yeah, so like like I mentioned in the beginning, um, you know, going to New Orleans with you and and, and touring the town and, and getting to do uh, Fan Expo New Orleans was a great time. We got to talk to a ton of of cool guests there, um, so that was awesome. And uh, you know, I'll always cherish that uh, that trip. Um, I mean, we I don't know, we talked to a lot of great guests. Like uh, Mark Bode was 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 such a great interview. Yeah, um, and the stuff that he talked about with his dad and his art. Um, Connor Pritchard was great and talking about clerks and about how, you know, growing up in that whole, uh, in the, in the writing scene in, in LA. I really also enjoyed talking to Keith Knight again, cause, uh, you know, yes, yes. right. Yeah. I mean, Keith Knight was one of our, our first, uh, bigger guests early on yeah. when I, when I joined and, um, and of course everyone, I don't know, for those that don't know, Keith Knight is a, is a cartoonist who has a, a syndicated comic strip and, and, and books. But he also wrote the, the series that became Woke on Hulu. And, um, and one of the things that I thought was interesting when we were talking to him about season two was how, uh, how Woke kind of became a negative buzzword. Yeah, it did. You it know? did yeah. and, and I remember, yeah. you know, before the show came out, it was like, oh, if you were woke, like, that meant something good. And it was, it was a positive thing. And then somehow the narrative shifted to where if you're woke, then that's like, you're too much. You're a problem. You're part of the problem. You're, right. you're the, the sensitive person who doesn't want this or that. And I think we, you know, we even talked about that a bit on that episode with, with Keith. Yeah. I, you know, what's interesting about you bringing that up too is um, I actually kind of agree with you on the Keith Knight thing because you could also, what I love listening to that episode is when you listen to us when we first interviewed him, when we first had him, to the second time, you can tell that you and I had very much become more experienced in this, mm. and we kind of knew more of what we were doing. Because mm. uh, when we first did it, yeah, it was good. It was really good. But there is a level of professionalism that you see more in the second episode than you did in the first one. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you you stand out even more so than last time. Like, you killed it in that episode. Oh, so. that's right. So that, <laughs> let's, let's talk about that. Uh, you know, yeah, Mike. I, <laughs> you're just, let's make this the How I Love Mike show again. That's right. <laughs> no, I think, I seriously, and I hope that you agree with me on that. Like, you know, and I'm sure we'll, we'll you know, 100 episodes is coming, so I'm sure we're going to recap again. But, you know, 
for this year, I really feel like we have done some of our most professional work so far. Uh, and I know it's only going to be even better next year, but <clears throat> Keith Knight is such a great example of how we elevated our form. And tell me what you're talking about with the woke thing. I remember like that episode was nonstop funny. And we even had, remember he had internet issues too. That's right. And, uh, and, att- and honestly, that kind of added to it. Like it was like, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, I think we got to figure it out, <laughs> right? Like it really worked. Um, but that, dude, such a great call out for that. I think for me, another highlight that I love is, um, you know, and, and I, I know I see it in your notes, and I'm gonna, I, I, I don't I want to wait, but I got to say it because I love this episode so much. These are my notes. So, yeah, I know, but I... <laughs> I don't hide my notes well, yeah. from you. <laughs> um, no, I really, really, really loved having Casper Van Dien on. Yeah. Uh, that, one, that was a dream come true. Yeah. Uh, I love Starship Troopers. Johnny Rico. Johnny Rico, you know, um, I just, uh, it was such a fucking dream. And remember, kind of like, because I think this episode she back peeling the curtain oh, back. Oh, peeling. Yeah, peeling the curtain back. Yeah, like my face is peeling. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, remember, we almost didn't even get him. Yeah. Do you remember that, what was going to happen? Yeah. D- you don't? Okay. Uh, so we were at Comic-Con, and I'm sure it's a memory we'll talk about later. That's right. We were at Comic-Con. Remember, he was supposed to be at your booth. That's right. And we were like getting all ho- hyped up for it. We were like, that's going to be great for us because, you know, I mean, who doesn't want a celebrity at their booth? Who doesn't want Johnny Rico at your booth at Comic Con? Exactly, and then and then also it's like you know you and I. I mean, it's like I would say comparatively we were definitely on the lower chain of things, and so that to have, you know, somebody of his stature just hang out at your booth for like thirty minutes doing an interview right there would have been huge for us. Uh, but due to some, due to an unfortunate circumstance, uh, his handler got overwhelmed and uh, dropped us out of it. And I think because of our name, but. The original handler that I dealt with, um, and I, I forgive me for not remembering your name, shame on me, uh, but she was always so great and she was so attentive and she was like, I'm going to make this happen for you, I promise, I promise, I promise. And she made it happen and, you know, we got to have Caster Bandine fucking making pasta for us. <laughs> That's right, it was like a cooking show. It was like a cooking Johnny show. Rico. Johnny Rico, he was cooking, uh, he was using, uh, it was vegan food, so does that mean he was using uh, insects? Is that vegan? That's, ins- that's right. I don't know what, that, what you're talking about. Because <laughs> the Starship Troopers killed insects. <laughs> I liked when we talked to him about bouncing on his lap. <laughs> I was hoping you brought that up because that's yeah. one of my favorite things. He's like, "Is that lap too bouncy? Is that too bouncy?" You're like, "No, we like a bouncy lap." And you just, I love that he just laughed all the time. Um, really great guy, and I still keep in touch with him. Well, send me his thing. I want to keep in touch with him. Oh yeah, you want to send, wait? Is he me to send you his thing? Send me his thing. <laughs> well, and we also talked a lot about which was uh, part of what we talked about in the interview was was. Uh, was the show that he was promoting. Which do you remember what it's called? And he was, <laughs> you know, a, a big theme in the show is that he's older than, than everyone else. And so, I like how Mike avoided my question. I mentioned <laughs> that I'm in the middle of this thing here. <laughs> I am, uh, and I sent him a getting older comic, and uh, I would love to know what he thought about it and if he could relate to any of the things in the comic. What if he didn't read it? He probably didn't. <laughs> he probably didn't even get the package. He gave it to his daughter, <laughs> who's also a mega hit star. So, um, you know, uh, <laughs> but the movie he's talking about, TV show he's talking about, is Savage Marines. And just so you know, Mike, that is the number one show on uh, that platform, which I don't remember the platform. Oh, no, Cra- no, 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 no. Crackle. No, it was, no, it wasn't it's not Crackle. crackle. You're a Crackle, right? It's not Crackle. Tubi? No. It was like some like app-only thing. Remember okay, that? I'm going to pull it up. Pull up Salvage Marines. Okay. Salvage so, Marines. So, Salvage Marines was crackle. on... Crackle. It was Crackle. It was Crackle, you dumb bitch. God. Whoa, dumb bitch. That's I, a... I know. Wow. Take it easy. <laughs> Take it easy. I'm still learning how to do this. <laughs> two, two and a half years, still learning. Well, two years for you, really. Um, so... Yeah, see? So, yeah, that's a highlight for me. Sorry, I know I took that from you, but go ahead and give me another highlight, sir. Well, I mean, you know, moving along to... Uh, to another great episode, I thought, and, and and we've referenced it a few times uh, since then, was was talking to Shag, mm. aka Josh Eagle, but you know, nobody knows that. Most people know him as Shag. And again, for those who haven't listened to the episode, this guy is an amazing artist. Like he's, you know, his stuff is world renowned. Um, and I've been a fan of his stuff for a long time. Like you could see his. His influence in my art going way back, oh, yeah. and and so to talk to him on the show and to, and to get to know him and, and just how open he was with us, 
I, yeah, I mean, just like super excited about that episode. And that, uh, that caused us to get, become friends with him. And we went to go hang out with him in fucking uh, Santa on Anna? No. It was like it was Irvine. Irv- no, was it Irvine? I don't remember. It was like nothing there except Irvine. Really. Was it Irvine? You got drunk at one point. Okay. So. All right. So, <laughs> yes. So that that's an interesting thing. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. That you were uh, drunk. Yes. Live on the episode. Yeah. Tell me. Because one of the interesting things about Shag is if you look at a lot of his stuff, uh, his pieces, and if you look him up online, a lot of times he's holding a drink in his hand, and you see a lot of his his art is at is like these Palm Springs parties or, or like in a room or there's, there's a drinking going on and you just assume the guy drinks <laughs> which when you listen to his episode you find out he took uh, an oath of sobriety yeah. uh, so that he could focus on doing his art and was it until his until his kids graduated college college right yeah. and which was about to, is it going to happen this year I believe it's almost over yeah, yeah. and the ironic part of that for, for our part into his world was that when we went to go hang out with him uh, down there in SoCal, I was completely drunk <laughs> and don't remember most of the time we actually hung out, which, which sucks. But you know what, man? He's, he, he loved it. He told me he had a great time. Um, uh, you know, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, that, whole, that, whole trip in, in, that whole trip in general was great because it also births the, the Uncle Dad vlogs. That's right. Yeah, and uh, which have been pretty uh, well received. So, and that was your idea. So, thank you for that. Yeah, I was uh, probably drunk when I thought. <laughs> yeah, well, it's great. There's a fa- one of my favorite scenes of the vlog is that you're looking at the camera. You're looking at me, and you're like, I go, yeah, it's a vlog, and you were like a vlog, and I was like, yeah, it's that's what the kids call it, vlogs. And yeah. He goes, and you go. And and you're trying to work it out in your head, and you're trying to figure it out, and so then what's interesting is is you look and you go, well. I guess it is a vlog. I guess it was. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you have those moments in life where you, your initial reaction is to say no, but then when you actually sit with it for a minute, you actually realize yes. <laughs> yeah. And so that happens often in life for uh, people. But we have to tell them why we went down there now. If you haven't seen the vlog yet, that's totally cool. Uh, but you got something signed. I did. I got the, uh, the record player that we talked about on the episode signed. Yes. And who got you that record player? Santa. <laughs> you sure? Santa dad. Santa dad. Santa Uncle Godag. Uncle uh, Santa. Yeah, when he said that, I was like, okay, I got to find that. And then I found it, and I bought it literally right after we talked. So, yeah, well, thanks again. Of course, uh, you man. Know, you're a great guy, and that's oh, why uh, I only do this to see what else I can get. Yeah, I, I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, you know, I also want to talk about our traveling. Um, you know, when we were at NOLA, uh, I think one of the uh, one, of, one of my favorite. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Let me go back a little bit. When we were at uh, San Diego Comic Con, one of my favorite fucking moments is your story uh, of you going to take a secondhand shit. At Comic Con? <laughs> yeah, you tell this great story about the secondhand shit thing, and it was so amazing. I don't even remember. Uh, it's on the episode. <laughs> was I drunk? And during the episode, I don't know. Okay, well, why don't you? Uh, uh, <laughs> give me the, the, I'll give you the abridged version. Yeah. If you haven't heard it, go listen to a San Diego Comic Con episode part one. And uh, what's really, really great about it is that you uh, tell this great story of how you needed to use the restroom in the morning, so you dropped the whole crew off, and then you you had because you had to go buy power. Remember, you didn't have power. I had to go buy power. And, and then you went to go. You went down there, and you go, and uh, you had to go to another store. Then you finally get your, your whatever box it is. But then you have to use the restroom as you do, and <laughs> you know you couldn't find a place to go. So then you go in this gas. Uh, no, it was like a McDonald's. Or well, I tried to go. Okay, now I remember. Okay. I tried to go to uh, the gas station, which I paid to fill up my van, and yeah. they did not have a. I don't know. I couldn't go there. And <laughs> either it, there was no bathroom, or there was three weird homeless people waiting outside it. <laughs> and I went into a Carl's Jr. Yes, that's what it was. Yes. Which there was a guy like taking a bath in there. Or second. <laughs> yes, because yeah. because you were like, yeah, <laughs> he uh, he like spit in his uh, his his. Is like paper towel or whatever it was, and then he cleaned himself, and yeah, then he left, right. and then you were like, yeah. And then the best thing that you say in that whole episode is, well, 
while you were hanging out with the Hemsworths, I'm taking secondhand shits <laughs> at the Carl's Jr. bathroom. That's right. That's right. I remember that now. Thank you. <laughs> Such is the life of an artist, folks. It's, I mean, it's glamorous. I, I don't do art like that, but I do a different art, and I don't have that problem. <laughs> well, I have a lot of problems. I got to hang out with the Hemsworths, did you? <laughs> no, I got to hang out with that guy, <laughs> Carl's Jr. Oh, uh, yeah, so I wanted to bring up that moment for sure. I think that's one of my favorite moments that you brought up. Uh, so please, what else you got here for me? I mean, that was great. I mean, yeah, Comic Con was was a, a great episode, two part episode. We talked to a lot of interesting people. Uh, Heavy Metal was in there. Yeah, that was great. Um, we got to go see Brian uh, from um, from the toys that uh, made us. Yes, <laughs> that was fun. Shout out to Nacell. Uh, from Nacelle. Uh Yeah, I, and it was just cool to do to do Comic Con from a different uh, perspective because I've been doing it for a really long time. Yeah. You know, we don't want to say how long because, you know, that's not what we want to say. But, um, yeah, Comic-Con was great. And, uh, you know, one of the other episodes that I liked a lot, and uh, it was one of our recent ones towards the end of the year, was with Ricky Watts. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and Ricky Watts, obviously, like Shag, another, another artist that I've been a fan of for a long time. And uh, I love his work. It's influenced mine. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I had planned to talk about this in, in the episode when well, we were talking to him. Hold on. Can I say this to peel back the curtain? Uh, yeah, we, did we did record it. Peel it. Uh, this is actually my fault, is that I forgot to put it in the folder. Uh, so, Baby Gabe, uh, that is not your fault. It's my fault. I forgot to put that uh, portion in the folder. The so, folder. But honestly, I think it plays better without it. Because now we can hear it in a recap episode, which makes it way better. <laughs> yeah, and then, then Ricky's, all of Ricky's fans don't have to hear exactly. how ridiculous exactly. I am yes. as a human. As a human indeed. That's right. Uh, before you do that, though, uh, tell us a great story. I need to refill my beer. Do you need a refill of your beer? Uh, so we're drinking some fun stuff. Not These are not sponsored. I uh, just want to throw that out there. But if you want to sponsor us, please please offer more money. Uh, more money. We got uh, Brew Dog Fellowship IPA, Lord of the Rings style. And I brought this beer specifically because one of my favorite moments is when Mike does his Schmeagle. <laughs> or is it because I look like Schmeagle? <laughs> we all know, God damn it, you do not look like Schmeagle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't see me when I wake up in the morning. I, I mean, I have. I guess that's true. <laughs> and you've seen me wake up in a terrible shape. Oh, yeah, I have indeed. You want some holiday cheer by a Shiner. Now, this is funny. Do you know where this is from? Well, I'll try the other one, but uh, Shiner holiday cheer. Do you know what, what Shiner is? Shine on, you crazy diamond. Ooh, I don't know what that is, but it sounds like a good reference. Uh, Sh Shiner is from Shiner, Texas. Yeah. So we're drinking a racist beer. <laughs> oh. Whoa. <laughs> okay, let it be known. We don't think that all of Texas is racist. We have no audience in Texas, so who am I offending? <laughs> Someone. Someone indeed, yes. Someone who likes Texas. I guess that's true. Good point. All right. So anyways, I got my beer. You get your beer going. Okay. And now tell us your tale of Ricky Watts and your ass. <laughs> Well, come on. You can't say that. I got you right. You're sorry, sorry. Maybe you made it that fucker. Oh wow, that's really good. Sorry. So yeah, so just to recap again, Ricky Watts. I've, I've loved. I've seen his stuff in my early years of, of moving to the Bay, and I would see these murals around town. And I was like, damn, that's dope. And it was just these like cascading lines of, of of gradient colors and these great curves and and this great drip effect and. And, uh, you know, and then I started following him and found out who he was and then connected to him and then he knew who I was. And that was made my, I got really happy about that. And uh, so, yeah, so I, I'm going to his house and to meet him and I'm going to give him a couple of the, the Bart Bridge hats. And he lives in Sebastopol. Uh, I, think, I think it was, a, he grew up in Petaluma, now lives in Sebastopol. And so I was going to give him a couple of hats and uh, he was going to give me art for the Oakland Art Library, which, if you've listened to our show, you all know that I, I, uh, I, I host a thing called the Oakland Art Library. Go look it up. <laughs> and uh, look it up. so he was going to give us some art for that as well. And he was like, yeah, come by and check out the studio. And I'm like, dude, this is so great. So I'm on the way there, driving down whatever highway it is off of the 
101 that takes you to Sebastopol. And there's, there's not a lot of stuff there. And I, uh, I had passed up the gas stations and I'm, and I'm going down this one section and I really got to pee. And the last thing I want to do is get to Ricky Watts' fucking house and go, hey, Ricky, it's me, Mike Hampton, blah, blah, blah. Hey, can I use your bathroom? Sorry. Which, mind you, would have probably been fine and the normal thing to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been in the car for an hour. Can I use your bathroom? Oh, sure, right over there. No. For some reason, I don't think that that's what needs to happen. So I pull over to the side of the road where I see a construction going on at, a at like a small building. It looks like a medical facility. And there's bring you back flashbacks. Yeah, there's no yeah, flashbacks. <laughs> and there's no, you know, there's no porta potty, there's no bathroom, but it looks like a road that no one's gonna come down. So I pull over and I'm in a white van, because I'm also delivering hats this day to 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 a brewery and to another place and this and that. So get out of the van and I go around to the front of it like a normal guy who doesn't wanna go into a Starbucks or a gas station bathroom because there's probably three homeless people waiting out in front of it in front of you so i go pee <laughs> in front of the van and as i'm being i have to i feel the fart sensation mm, mm, pressure you ever had that when i feel the pressure when you feel like you're peeing and then you have to fart uh i feel yeah i guess so. yeah 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 most normal people have <laughs> so i just let it happen well it kind of just happens and it is way more than I expected <laughs> to happen. This story is still funny. And I just feel liquid. <laughs> I feel warmth. And so I'm like, whoa. So I finished peeing, and then a car, you know, a car drives by, and I just kind of like, I'm out here. So then I get in the van, and uh, when I have to inspect what happened, so I, I pull down my shorts and look into my <laughs> underwear about what's going down, what's doing down What's there. happening? And that is a huge mess. <laughs> you said it wasn't that bad. Now it's a huge mess. <laughs> now you're making me feel terrified. Wait. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. <laughs> if I said it wasn't that bad, yeah. it felt like it wasn't that bad. <laughs> okay. But then when I looked, it was, it was, it, it was horrifying. <laughs> it, it was, I was like, I looked into my underwear as I'm like positioning myself in the seat, propped up with my yeah, legs yeah. on the floor of the van to oh, look yeah. to pull my pants down, and I look and I see that I have just shat a liquid <laughs> explosion into my underwear. <laughs> yeah, laugh it up. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I didn't even. What did I eat? I I had a couple of beers last night. I don't think I did anything crazy. Why is this even happening? <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, well, I can't keep these underwear on. I have to just toss them right in the garbage. So I, I kick off my shoes. I pull my pant, my shorts and my underwear off. And I take them and I, I just I throw them right at the window. And I'm ashamed to say that I littered. But I did because I was pissed. So then I look at my shorts and they're these kind of like white beige looking shorts. And the shit has gone right through my underwear into the shorts. <laughs> no. So I said, that's what I said. What do you know? So I, have, I always keep napkins in the glove box and stuff, uh, like a weirdo. But lucky for me, I had them. So I'm trying to clean up. I'm, and I'm wiping, I'm cleaning. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Now I'm going to be late. Now I have this problem going on. What the hell? Luckily, I had some, also some hand sanitizer in the, in the van. So I'm like using sanitizer. I'm using napkins. I'm trying to clean. I'm wiping. I'm, I'm scrubbing. I'm, I'm panicking. I'm cursing myself. I pull them up. I'm like, okay, well, this is what it is. I'm going commando. So then I drive. Wait, quick even, question, quick question. Oh, yeah. Have you been commando plenty of times before? It's happened. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so then I drive. I don't know. It's not even 10 minutes down the road. To Ricky Watts' house. <laughs> wow, it was that close? It was close, yeah. <laughs> no, no, you should have yeah. waited. <laughs> Looking back, I'm sure there's like a sense of like, man, I should have fucking waited. <laughs> well, what if this happened in his bathroom? At least you're in a space where you could figure it out. Well, then I'd have to come out of the bathroom with my underwear. I don't you know. fold it? I fold it. And then you... And then I put it in my... I hide it in no, the garbage? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> so I get to his house, and he comes out to greet me. And it's this, you know, it's this wonderful moment. It's sunny. It's it's still warm at this time of year. You know, there's chickens running around. He's like, "Well, come on in. Come in the studio." We go in. I get to check out the studio. We're talking. We're looking at art. We're we're talking about things. Talking about the podcast. 
having a great time. And, uh, and then, you know, as, as we're talking, I'm trying to keep my back to, to Ricky because like I said, I wore these, these like really, really, they're almost white shorts. They look, they're very light, light beige and, and there's a stain went through and, and I admit that. So I'm trying to keep my, my back to him so he doesn't see that. This is ridiculous. And, <laughs> and so we're talking and then there's a point where I kind of just glance down and I look and my, my zipper is down. <laughs> and, and, and not only is my zipper down, but my head is poking out. His little mic. My little mic like. head is poking out <laughs> of the zipper hole. I have a zipper head. <laughs> and so I, I just quickly look up at Ricky and he's just look, he's looking at me and we're talking. And so I just kind of do this like weird shimmy shimmy that looks like I have Tourette's and <laughs> shake it in there and somehow zip it all up. And I have no idea if he saw that and didn't say anything, or if he didn't see it, or if, or if he saw it and was probably like, I don't even know how to say anything to this guy, but I can't think of another time where, I, you know, you're meeting one of your, like, sure. the people you look up to, yeah, yeah. Uh, idols, and there's this, the most embarrassing thing is happening where, and then, you know what, I'll, I, don't know. I'll, I don't know if I'll ever know if he saw that. Well, what's even funnier about that is that you're telling this story to over 60,000 people. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it'll come back to him. <laughs> I'm going to let him reach out to me okay. about it. All right. Good, good, good. Uh, on that note, I have to give you a raise of the beer to that one. Cause How Jesus. about give me a raise in pay? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we don't get paid. Mm. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yeah, that was... Uh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> that story when he first told it to me was like I couldn't like I, I, it makes it makes total sense because I've known Mike for a while and I can see that happening. <laughs> Mike is giving me this look of disapproval. Okay, so so far we've had two stories on the show about me having problems with my shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But it's me. It's all about getting older, man. <laughs> no, by the way, you can still go online to mycaptainart.com and buy Captain A-Hole's Guide to Getting Older, where there's a whole section about you in the bathroom. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's funny about that is uh, I always still feel it's partly based on my bathroom with cashier. <laughs> well, that was after. Oh, after. Got it. It just magically yeah, it was happened. All, it was all so real. <laughs> oh, wow. Manifestation. Manifestation for real. Uh, yeah, great. I, I love that story so much. It's, 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 to me, it's like quintessential Mike in a good way, in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. In a good way. You know what? We should, I should have kept the underwear and we could have uh, auctioned, auctioned it off to our listeners. Yeah, we should have. Yeah. Wow, raise money for charity. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, so um, thank you for telling that story. Oh, you're uh, welcome. Because it was it's so great to hear. I want to hear uh, a story about you. you I don't really have any. I don't, I'm, dude. Oh. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Tell me, tell me. You're perfect. I <laughs> know, oh, I am definitely not perfect. I am probably very flawed, but- I, I want to hear a story where you shit yourself. I, I, but it hasn't happened for the show. <laughs> Just in general. No. <laughs> um, well, speaking of shitting yourself, uh, I really shat myself when we got to meet somebody who truly like was a huge, like I love this, I love their, their related art. And uh, that is the, Ever, and it's actually one of our more recent episodes, is Sarah Frazetta, the granddaughter of... <laughs> Episode 92. Oh, wow. I have it memorized. Oh, you guys have memorized. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, that episode, uh, literally what? That's four episodes ago. Uh, truly meant the world to me, man. I mean, I, I, have, I mean, we've talked about Frank Frazetta so many times on the show. So many people we know and so many people you know have been inspired by that gentleman and to have, you know, his blood on the show who's preserving his legacy was just great. And honestly, it was fucking amazing because she was so fucking chill. Like she was so down to earth. It wasn't just about art. It was about life. It was about, you know, and in many ways, it dogs, was dogs. Yeah. And burning man, as always, <laughs> That's right. you know, uh, in many ways, it almost made me feel like I was talking to the female Mike. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, yeah, because like she has that energy, man. She has yeah. that energy, and uh, I, I really, I, I really just loved talking to her. I mean, the story she told too about how, you know, I, I didn't know that he was going through, um, I guess, changes at the end of his life. I didn't know that, that he was kind of, uh, he couldn't even 
make sense anymore, like because of his stroke and stuff. I didn't, I wasn't aware of that. And so when she talked about that, and she talked about like you know how kind of he didn't even make that much money on a lot of his artwork. That really blew my mind too. Like, who, I mean, that's a lot of artists though, man, and especially in the comic book industry. You know, yeah, like they, they, their their work, uh, you know, is, is leaps and bounds beyond their what they've actually could ever even see. What, I mean, I guess he saw some of it, but but yeah, a lot of artists. I mean, think about Jack Kirby, like all, and all yeah. the characters he created. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't even get any credit for it. No, nope. you know, it was it was, uh, it was Stan Lee. So uh, yeah, that was a great interview. I, I love talking with her. Um, of course, Burning Man. Anytime I can wedge Burning Man into a conversation, <laughs> whether it be real life or on our show, is is just uh, something I seem to do. <laughs> you know, like people who are in CrossFit, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we also talked about yeah, like like the beauty of um, the beauty of 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 nature and how beautiful even a tree is if you know yeah. if you look at it. Oh and, yeah, that's right. And so and beauty, yeah, it kind of was talking like to the female me. Yeah, it was uh, it was awesome, man. I, I and I loved too how she talked about how because I didn't know. And if you haven't heard that episode, please go back and listen to it. It's so good. And like we didn't know about like her uh, Frank uh, is death perception when he was like what ten or something like that. Like being able to draw that intense, like that's insane, and that proves like he was truly one of the greatest artists who's ever lived. And I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for his work. At least I don't think so. More recently, he has, but definitely not as much as he as he needs to be. I mean, as long as I've been into comics, you know, as a especially like in the comic book and the comic convention scene with a lot of the the guys I've I've talked about over the episodes about you know. You know, even where we met with uh, with Steve Wyatt selling his books, I've yeah. always known Frazetta was like, he's up to him, Jack Kirby, maybe John Romita, John Romita. maybe a, a tier below those, but but Kirby and, and Frazetta were like the two comic book fantasy art gods, yeah. right? And so I've always known him to be to be one of those. Funny thing, I remember I was uh, a. a taking a, a drawing class at American River College in Sacramento. And uh, the, the art, art teacher, he's a nice guy, um, <laughs> very opinionated. And, and I was talking to him, and I told him I was into comics and that I wanted to draw comics. And then he said something to me about, oh, yeah, what is that guy's name? There's a guy, Fran, Fran Zetti or Fran Zetti something. I was like Frank Fanzetta. He goes, yeah, with like, and he just was like, thought the guy was ridiculous. What? And I dropped the class. <laughs> you should have told that. Sarah that story. No. <laughs> I didn't. You know, it's one of those things where you think about it later, yeah, right? Sure, and that's sure. why we're doing this show now. Right. So right. just like the my Ricky Watts poop story. <laughs> um, yes. Very much yeah, the same thing. This guy thought he thought that Fran Franzetti, as he said. You know, I and mean, he's probably just bitter because he's teaching uh, an intro uh, illustration art class to kids at a community college in, and he became in an Sacramento <laughs> and, uh, and, and lost all his hair. He was pissed off. But, um, but yeah, uh, talking with her and just hearing some of the insights, you know, and then to talk about Burning Man was, uh, was great. Now, for you being somebody who's been in the con world, because that's a great point to bring up. It's like cons. I think if you're part of that con scene, you know that name very, very well. What was, what was that like for you? Did that feel surreal, or was you just meh, whatever? <laughs> no, it was surreal. I mean, like, um, I, I've I've definitely known of, of Frazetta and, uh, and and seen other artists that I look to emulate his stuff and influence their work. And I've seen grown men like I I mentioned it on the you episode did. like yeah. stare at the original uh, in a hotel room for like an hour just. Staring at every detail, so to talk to talk to someone uh, from his lineage and um, you know hear some of the backstories and uh, yeah, and just how awesome and cool she was. Like you know, I, it's one of the things that's great about our, our podcast is we get those opportunities. Oh yeah, for sure. I love that you say that, and I'll dive into that on episode one hundred. But yeah, that was uh, very well said, sir. So give me another highlight, sir. That's what we're doing. We're just bouncing back highlights. Let's go. Highlights. Highlights. It's like a highlight reel. Highlight reel. Yeah, what's the score on the game? Uh, one one. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, you know what? I mean, one that we just did, I thought was was really great. Was was talking to Casper Kelly. Oh. You know, wow. and it, it, I know it was a short interview, and uh, 
but I just felt like it it was one of those things where I didn't know much about about the the guest and yeah. that happens sometimes where you're like hey we're gonna interview this guy and I don't know who they are and you give me a couple things I look it up and I'm you're peeling I, back the curtain a lot right there I feel like I should know more yeah, yeah. and then maybe I need to get my shit together <laughs> uh, but but um but yeah talking to Casper uh I thought it was awesome that you know, I'm watching that. You know, we we talked about Yule Log, which is on HBO Max now and and, and premiered on uh, Adult Swim, and how there should have been the log theme song <laughs> for Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Like the whole time I'm watching, like thinking about that song, and I mentioned it to him, and he was like, "We we pitched it and we tried to get it, and obviously it didn't work out." Um, I have heard that guy is kind of a cheap ass though. The guy who owns it, the what's his name? The guy who created. And Stimpy, uh, what's the whatever his name is? I don't know. I don't. John K. Yeah, is that not true? I mean, I don't. Know. I feel like you know him. I I, I know him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that he's a cheap ass, but yeah. I don't know if that he. I don't think he. Oh really? I don't think he owns all the rights to it. Oh, I didn't know I that. I thought he, he did still. I think, I think, and and I could be wrong. Who knows? Don't quote me and sue me anyway. But I think <laughs> that he lost some of the rights to. A lot of, to some stuff. Oh, I'll, wow. I'll just say that. That so, makes sense. I don't think it's him. Okay. Well, then, that, then that's a studio for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think a lot of times uh, creative stuff gets hung up in the studios, you know, or like legality stuff that's above the artist yeah. who created it. I think I deal with that sometimes. Oh, yeah. Uh, right, right, right now. <laughs> um, but, uh, but also, when I mentioned to him about oh, yes. you know, watching Yulog and also watching, uh, uh, too many cooks, mm. which, which if you haven't seen it, go on YouTube and look up too many cooks. Um, it's like being and watching someone's dream, because you know when you're dreaming, you're on one storyline, and then it will just automatically hop to something totally different, and then maybe for a second go back to the other storyline, but with a little different twist because of the thing you were just dreaming, and then go on a whole other tangent to something completely different. When I mentioned that to him. It seemed like he really uh, like gravitated towards understanding that, right? Oh, when you mentioned uh, you had you had said it in a way, uh, I forget remember exactly. And when you said it in that way, you know, he reacted very strongly because he was like, "Excuse me," you were like, uh, he was like, "Mike, you know, that's a great question. I've never been asked that before. I never thought about that before." And I think whenever you have that opportunity to ask anybody a question that really piques their interest and, and intrigues them like that. It, 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 you just you feel the energy change in such a great way. And I think at that point, we kind of hooked them because I think we were just, I mean, that interview was great, I thought. Like, it, everything we went on for was just was really well done. I mean, I got a little nervous, as I do, uh, because I do know Casper Kelly's work pretty well, and I do know Adult Swim, you know, and what he's done. For, I mean, that dude's like one of the godfathers of Adult Swim, you know? And so to have him on the show, it's... Pretty crazy, like, and, and for him to react that strongly to your question, honestly, made my heart full because I love when one of if you and I can succeed to uh, succeed on the show, I feel like we succeed together, and I thought that was great. Yeah, I mean, thanks for saying that. I, I feel like that's one of the things that we kind of pride ourselves in as interviewers and, and people who host a, a kind of an interview-driven audio show is that we like to. Think of things that maybe are not just the average, tell me about your, tell me how you got into this. Tell me about your past. Tell me this. Like, we like to go a little deeper and, and, and cut a little, you know, beneath the surface uh, as to where, you know, a lot of people just ask the questions that are kind of like canned, canned questions. Right. And I know, and I know when we, um, when we were first doing this, I know I was guilty of that. And I think it's think because I always wasn't really. It wasn't fully, you know, into that role yet. You know, I was still kind yeah, of Yeah, no, I want out. to talk to you about those. <laughs> oh, yeah, tell me, tell me. Yeah, we need to get those off. Okay, yeah, we're just going to yeah. cut them off, yeah. <laughs> no, I love it because it also shows, like, the change we have, right? Like, the, the weird, like, uh, adjustment of who we become. I love it. Um, but what I want to talk about, too, after this year, uh, great, great highlight, by the way, because I agree with everything you're saying. Uh, That's right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, not only do we do interviews here, and, and of course, I'm assuming if you're listening to a recap episode, you've heard our, our show before, but if you haven't, go listen to them all. Uh, most recently, we did an episode with filmmaker John K. Jones. And what I kind of do here is I like, to, I like to create our own little universe. 
and I like to bring reoccurring people back every now and then. I think he's the one who wants to come back again. And I created a game show. But I've done game shows before, but this was the first time we've done something where it was kind of a storyline, right? Would you agree with my Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah it was almost like... Uh... An escape room, kind of, yeah. Uh, game show, yeah, kind of. And yeah. uh, my favorite moment of that is when I go, when I go. All right, in order to answer, in order to lock this door, you gotta answer general trivia. And then when you, when he gets the first question right, John K. Jones, he goes beep boop beep. <laughs> I loved it because it was a tablet. I love that he just bought into it, like it was great. And John K. Jones was also a part of another great episode, uh, which was the Hulu Bite Size Halloween, which is arguably. One of our most full episodes I think we've done because that was the first time you and I have ever ever done an official uh, press circuit, which was crazy. So actually, I brought that up because I want to talk about that too. Yeah, is the press circuit? Tell you know, kind of peeling back the curtain. What was your thoughts on the press circuit? Well, yeah, that was the that was an interesting way to like uh, to interview people because to to peel back the curtain, uh, it was within a couple of, wait, like two days, right? It was two days. Uh, Five people each. And so we do an interview, which would take, I don't know, what? I think it was like 10 minutes 10, each. Yeah. But, you know, then there's the moment where you're, you're kind of in the waiting room, waiting for them to come in, and then you're on, and then boom, you're on, and then you're off. And, then, and, and so that kind of went throughout the day for like a, a five-hour chunk. Yeah, yeah. So, so while I'm working my art job, I'm also doing our, you know, our podcast job. And so... You'd have to keep like timing the spa the, the spots that are coming up. Uh, oh, three fifteen. We gotta go. I gotta go run and get ready for the next one and make sure I have my questions right. And um, yeah, it was it was fun though. It was like, it was kind of exhilarating to like, you know, you had to be on yep. for each person, and you you can't like take one person off because each person is just as valid as the the one before them or right. and the next person. So it was a it was a it was a fun exercise and also. Just a fun way to do uh, do the do our show, uh, and absolutely, and you know, to, and I, I know we're gonna say this a lot, but to peel back that curtain more, um, there was a, a a movie that you and I did not watch. <laughs> we got to be honest about that one now. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> I can't I can't remember what the movie was, but there was like you and I were running behind, and we you and I were because these are short films. They're like you know two three minutes or whatever it is, and there was one that. Uh, no, I didn't watch it. You watched it. I didn't watch it. I think I didn't have enough time to watch it. And then I go, uh, "Hey, I think it was the one with uh, Aldana. I forgot her name, but uh, the one from Louisiana. I think it was hers." Yeah. Okay. Right? Yes. And uh, and you had watched it barely in time. And I go, "All right, you gotta." Well, because I was having, I was also having internet issues. That's right. That's right. And I couldn't get on the internet. And yeah, I had to yeah. go to another house, and I had to get in the, going like into a weird room because that was, there was in a workspace. And, <laughs> Didn't want anyone else to hear like make noise. So, yeah, that one was like pieced together. But when you listen to it, you wouldn't know it at all. <laughs> no, it sounds great. Yeah, I mean, yes. dude, we pulled it together so well in that one. And I was like, and to me, that was the defining moment where I go, man, me and this dude have been doing this so long now that we can we can do this shit. <laughs> I mean, mind you, it was a ten minute interview, not an hour. If it was sure. an hour interview, we'd be in a little more trouble. I think but, so. I think so. But we threw it together, and and. and and, and genuinely, I really was into the movie. I was into the, the woman who made it. I thought it was great. I, I, I enjoyed the moment that we did get to speak, even though it was kind of like ramshackled together. Yeah, yeah, no, and totally. And she spoke so uh, intelligently, spoke so, uh, she was so well-versed, like everything was great. I think uh, that, whole that whole series of interviews, the Hulu Halloween, was truly my, one, my top five moments of the year because it was just kind of to your point. It was it was different, and it also it, it's um, it was the first time that uh, I was called or we were called journalists, oh. and uh, you know hearing that from the PR rep, I kind of like really validated everything happening. She was like, because you know when we look at our, well, you know now that we've been doing this for a while, when we get PR things, and now it says journalist Uncle Dad and Mike, and, and yeah. Uh, Journalism, and I think that's kind of exciting. Like it kind of validates what we're doing more so. Like it doesn't. This to me doesn't feel as much as a hobby as it used to. 
Right, it's almost like a, I mean, it feels very real to me, if that makes sense. I don't know if you feel that way, but I do. Well, yeah, it better be real. <laughs> we spent a lot of time doing this. Yeah. time, I don't have time dude, to be dude, fucking dude, playing fucking around. <laughs> yeah. Living in a fantasy land. But, but what does that feel like, you know, knowing that somebody thinks that, or somebody calls you a journalist? Like, that's such an interesting feeling, you know? I've been called many things <laughs> in my life, and a journalist is, this was the, that was the one and only time. Yeah, so, uh, and honestly, that partner has been great. That's what led us to uh, Adult Swim. Right. And we've got some stuff with Adult Swim coming in the future, so please, please keep an eye out for Very that. Very exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Mike, uh, kind of bouncing back to you, let's hear another highlight you got. I mean, I also thought uh, some of the stuff that we did um, at the AWE uh, mm. uh, festival or, or convention in Santa Clara was really exciting. Um, we got some great video for our vlog, uh, but yeah, like seeing some of the technology that's coming out with the holograms, you know, the the one where you, we're, you're in the in that chair. Well, well, I guess we both were in but that chair yeah. playing that game where you're flying around outer space, and then it like flips you around or something, flying shit. around. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't. I feel like I don't know a lot about that stuff, and so to to kind of get into that world. Is, was exciting. I think, you know, it's funny that you say that because that ties into my next thing exactly right away is, uh, and actually before I go into that thing, is that one of the things that I really loved about AWE was that, of course, Burning Man is there. Burning Man. And that to me was like, this is so fucking meant to be. Like it was so, you know, of course, Burning Man has a VR, which I knew you knew about. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it was there was like, that's fucking awesome. Like this is so great that it all tied in like that. So it also gave me something more to even to relate to more. I didn't even have to wedge it into the conversation. Yeah, exactly. It was just, just there. And it was it great. It wedged itself. It was great. It was great. But what I, what I bring up with that is that, you know, I would say that out of both of us, you know, obviously I'm more of the gamer. And uh, doing GDC with you early in the year, uh -huh. that was fucking magical. Yeah, you liked that. I loved it, man. It was great. And I think... Uh, you, know, you said something to me, I'm sure you don't remember, but you said something to me was, <laughs> uh, was uh, it was so great to see you so into that episode because I was so like on, you know, and I know that I had been struggling at that time and kind of like getting comfortable with that. And that was a huge push for me to be comfortable being like, you know, hey, we're here, it's beyond now, you know, let's make these connections, let's do these interviews, right? Right. And it was something that I loved, you know, I love video games. So we, we had so many great interviews on that, so many great experiences. I wish we took more video, to be honest with you, but you know, that's what next year's for if we go. And uh, yeah, I thought GDC was something I won't forget. That was the introduction of uh, the short-term uh, intern that we had. Short-term. Yes, how, yeah. shout-out to Ha Young. Thank you for being a part of that. Yeah. Uh, that, that whole experience was just incredible. And I think for GDC, um, I, I hope to go next year. Uh, but we'll, we'll see, though. I think... Uh, I think it's, it's very involved. It's five days. <laughs> and I was there for all five days. Mike right. was not. And I remember like being burned out on day. Remember, I was like dead on like the fourth day. I was like, dude, yeah. I can't. I'm fucking done. I mean, that's the thing with doing these like trade show conventions things. Like, you know, even Comic-Con, San Diego. Like, yeah, I was dead you know, on the fourth day too. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> I'm there Tuesday setting up. And then it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it's a lot. Like, yeah. You know, you're on all day and talking, you're standing, you're standing yeah. on concrete. Uh, and then at night you're going out and you're doing the things and going to the parties and going to the mixers. And then yeah. you got to get up in the morning early and get there so you can get parking. Like yeah. it's it's a whole thing, not just like walking on the convention floor where, at whatever convention it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And I think uh, that almost to bounce back to Comic-Con, I think uh, you're totally right about that, too, because I remember like being dead because I was like on the entire time, you know, and uh, you were with me most of the time, and you know, I don't know how you do it, I, I fucking, I just give you so much respect for how you can just hold it together always. I'm yeah. sure it's a challenge sometimes, but, it's a challenge. Yeah. but like you do so good at that, and so, yeah, dude, so thank you for always inspiring me to push forward on that one. Yeah, I mean, I, th I feel like it's just, it's like expending a bunch of energy for one thing, and then when it's done, Boom! It's just like time to collapse and regroup. But but when you're in that moment, you know it's it is it's a condensed amount of time. And so I'm just like you know you're here. Let's do it. It's quick in the in the grand scheme of a year. It's four or five days. Get through it. Pound it out because then when you're done, it's over. And then you're and then you're going back to the next thing. 
Yeah. Dude, so, you're so well said sometimes. I swear. Oh, sometimes. Well, I'm not shitting my pants. I'm okay. <laughs> um, I think another great thing that we brought up this year was the introduction of 80s Eats. Uh, we definitely got to bring that up, I think. I think 80s Eats uh, came out this year. Uh, it was actually uh, at NOLA. I made you eat the Ghostbusters um, the Ghostbusters bubblegum yeah. uh, from the 80s. That's and, right. Uh, that was great. I don't think that video ever came out, and I have it. So that'll be a new vlog coming out where I made, where we show you eating it, yeah. uh, how it disintegrates in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, but it was done even masterfully so at Comic Con with your good pal Brandon. That's right. Uh, let's let's uh, recap that real quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean that you know we keep going back to to Comic Con and, and Comic Con is just like if you think about what we do and the kind of things we cover, Comic Con kind of engulfs it all, right? The comics, pop culture, you know, like video games. Movies, entertainment, like a, a ton of it all is, is represented at Comic-Con. And, and yes, uh, my good friend, Brandon Bracamonte, a.k.a. the Bracamonster, who I've done Comic-Con with for, for many years, many Comic-Cons with. Yeah, we, we did. We did the uh, 80s Eats where we opened up old wax packs of uh, trading cards and ate. Do you remember the other thing you ate? Uh, no, what did I eat? It was, you ate Batman cereal, Batman Forever cereal. Yeah, uh, and uh, it just disintegrated in your mouth. Yeah, it fell apart. Yeah, and then, uh, but but uh, but, and you spit it out. But Brandon was a boss man. Just took it. It it snapped ASAP. It completely disintegrated. And he goes, "Well, I have to swallow because it, it just it's just it's gone. <laughs> it just liquefied the gum that he took, uh, which was from uh, a Jaws two. Jaws. <laughs> Jaws two. Jaws 2. Yes. That's right. Jaws 2. Not to be confused with Jaws 1. Yes, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he took it like a champ. Yeah, uh, he, did. he yeah. did. That was so much fun, man. That was uh, one of my favorite moments. Uh, and also getting to be with one of your longtime friends and hanging out with them. That was just such a beautiful time. Um, yeah, it's always great when you, and, I, and I'm sure anyone listening can relate to like having uh, a, a really close friend and another really close friend or a really gr close group of friends from totally different parts of your life. And then finally seeing them kind of merge together and how that works. Uh, it's pretty sweet when things just kind of meld together. And, and that's exactly what happened. And, and then we all ate old food and laughed <laughs> about it. So, so here's a question right. I got to ask you. Yeah. Next year, does Uncle Dad do it? What, eat the food? AZ. You're going to do it tonight. Oh, am I? What is it? Tell me what it is. <laughs> it's right here. Shut the fuck up. Are you, are you serious? Yeah, open this up. You're lying. You're lying. All right, so... There's a package here that I have for him. You're lying. Are you serious? Open it up. Careful, careful when you open this. How should I open it right here? Just open it carefully. So, to the listeners, I, I've given him a package that he has no idea what it is. I don't. And, and. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. What the fuck? What is it? This is, I'm not going to eat this. <laughs> I know, but I did. That was a move. Oh my God! You wanted to get this on on the mic? You're gonna make me cry right now. Okay, wait. Um, let me get. The, let me pull the camera. Wow! Oh my God! Okay, so what do you what do you have here? I have a Smodco Podcast Pals by signed signed by arguably one of my biggest idols in the world, or my only idol really, next to Mike, <laughs> is uh, Kevin Smith. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, dude. Holy You're welcome. Shit. Look at that. Wow. Oh my God. Eat it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Where did you, when did you, are you going to tell me or no? Oh, yeah. You don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to know what I did for no. it? No. Uh, wow. You know where it came from. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome. I'll hug you back yeah. tomorrow later. All right. All right. Very good. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank you. But, anyways, am I going to do 80 seats next year? <laughs> you will do 80 okay. seats for real next year. I think I should. I yeah. think I should. I think it's only fair. Yeah. Um, you know, as we as we begin to wrap it up, I, I want to bring up some quick highlights. Uh, and one of the first one big uh, uh, one of the first highlights I want to bring up really fast is our most recent thing we did. We did a crossover episode with the boys at where the where the toys are. That's right. Uh, first time we ever did a podcast crossover. Uh, now that we're together in private, what was your thoughts about that? Like doing that and and hearing the final product. Are we in private right now? <laughs> no one's listening? No one's listening, yes. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. I thought those guys, uh, they sounded really great. They're, the way they recorded was freaking awesome. It made me kind of jealous that we don't have a spot like that. Um, 
But uh, yeah, it was just cool to just like kind of merge merge two things together. I mean, we we're just talking about like merging two groups. I mean, like merging two podcasts and they have their own flavor and style and so do we. And, and it was really fun to just kind of let it all blend together uh, organically in the way we did. Dude, 100% well said. Like that was so great. Like it was so, they're also really wonderful people to talk to. Like we hung out with uh, one of them afterwards. Uh, Sam, you know, we went to Merchants, I think it was. We went to a couple, Elbow Room, went to Merchants. Yeah, went to all the low down. Uh, I like Merchants a lot, though, in Oakland, yeah. in Oakland, California. That was a that's a cool place. I'd like to go there again sometime. Let's go tonight. Any true scumbag has been to Merchants. <laughs> oh, then never mind. I don't want to go there. <laughs> but I do believe it because it's been there for what twenty years, right? Or hundred yeah. years, right? Hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of years. Hundreds. <laughs> Damn. Uh, another good mention I want to bring up is uh, I think arguably one of our biggest celebrities we ever had on the show was Jesse T. Usher. Yeah. And that was when we were still pretty new. I would say. Like, uh, we had only been at it a year and something. Okay. Excuse me. And uh, when we interviewed him, like, he treated us like we mattered. And I thought it was great. Like, you know what I mean? He talked to us. We had a good time. I love that you brought up a great story about how you're a sensitive man and how you don't like the gore. But he's like, you know what? I see the artistry of it. That perspective of everything I thought was just great. Uh, that NOLA, in general, I think, was a huge pushing point for us because I think that also really showed that you and I can now do things with a higher caliber amount of a higher caliber guest and actually handle it pretty well. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and you know, obviously it worked because now you know we're going to the next one. So I just uh, it was it was quite the experience doing that. I think in Comic Con to me also as well I had a lot of great moments. Granted, there's so many big names there that's so hard for us to be anywhere near that, that light. But I think every year we're going to chip at it. I don't think we'll get there. Um, what else? Who else am I forgetting? Well, I don't, let me also say this. I th feel like it doesn't even matter like how big sure, you sure. Know, the name is. I feel like everyone, well, not everyone, most people, if you ask them the right questions, can be interesting. Absolutely. It's just about looking at who you're talking to and seeing who they are and what they do and what they have to offer the world and what their, what their purpose is. And if you ask the right questions, you know, everyone has a story to tell. And so... Yeah. Big, game, big names, sure, get people to click on our, on our episode, but I think what we do great is no matter who you are, you have something to say, and that's why we have people from all ranges come on our show. I think that's totally right, I mean, for sure. Um, because I remember uh, towards uh, uh, October, September, we had Malcolm on, remember? The, the young student who did the short film. I was just thinking of him when I said that. Yeah, 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 that's such a great one to think about because that was like almost the quintessential of what we were doing, right? Uh, another great thing to talk about, which I haven't really mentioned, is that we had fucking uh, Jason Dukes on, the life coach. Uh, great interview. Yeah, yeah, great interview. And uh, Tevin Campbell was mentioned so much on that. Fucking, uh -huh. So I hope he heard, I hope that, that gets to him eventually. Because I want him on the show. All right. Oh, that would be so awesome. Because boy, can we talk. Doesn't Buku One know him? <laughs> Doesn't he? <laughs> Doesn't he know my like six degrees of separation? Know, somehow? I'm probably somewhere in there. Somewhere. Domino knows him. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, you know, uh, that was great. Another thing I want to mention that I actually took the show on the road without you once, uh, which was the Sonoma Raceway, where I met Jason Dukes. And I did the racing thing, remember? That's right. The GT uh, whatever series. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> the GT Challenge series. Sorry. Yeah. Um, next year, uh, Jason really wants you to go. So once I give you those dates, you've got to try to make it. I'll try. Because I think you, you having you there, bringing you uh, to that world and talking to all these drivers is going to be great, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think it'll be great. I mean, they're all so great, too. Like, they're all so down to earth. Like, they're so... Well, like well spoken, like they all have great stories to tell. So, truly, I would love to have you come next time. Uh, but honestly, man, there's so many great moments of this year that it's so hard to really say them all. But um, if you had to pick a top number one episode, could you do it? No. You really couldn't. This one. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. What about you? What's your top episode? See. You don't like that either, do you? Well, I can tell you what it is. Okay. It's Sarah Pizzetta. You're looking at my notes. Shut the fuck up. No, it's Sarah Pizzetta for sure. Yeah, that was a great interview. I, 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 it's definitely one of one of them for me. Um, I don't know. I guess I would say Ricky Watts because... Because <laughs> you shit in his house? Because I shit, I showed him my pecker. Uh, <laughs> no, but because in addition to like talking to one of my artistic uh, influences and... And, and just guys I look up to, you know, I find out like 
we were so alike in a lot of ways from like listening to music, hip hop, Bay Area hip hop, sports. Like we, why we started getting into comics and art, like we were very similar. And you know, I think that's a good thing for a lot of people also that you're listening, to, that are listening to like, you look at these people that you kind of idolize and, and maybe you're a lot more like them than you realize, which is probably why you idolize them. And so maybe there's something there. Is that the same thing for me and Kevin Smith? Yes. <laughs> That's right. You know, I would say once we have Kevin Smith on the show, I can just stop doing the show. <laughs> no, hell no. Yeah, stop. Hell no. Because that's when we're going to blow up <laughs> when we have him on the show. That's right. <laughs> um, Mike, uh, honestly, I have, an, I have an, one last thing to say. And what that thing is, yes, Sarah Fazetta was my favorite interview we ever did. But I got to tell you, every show I love because I couldn't ever imagine continuing doing this without you, man. And I really mean that. Like, yeah, I've said this to you plenty of times before. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to give you a huge, beautiful speech on the 100th episode. Uh, a huge, beautiful speech on the 100th episode. God. But for right now, 2022 has been 100% magical. And it wouldn't be as magical without Magic Mike. And that's you. Uh, I truly cannot tell you enough how thankful I am for you to be my mentor, my friend, and really my co-host and just somebody in my life that I look up to always, man. So thank you. I appreciate that. It's, it's nice to hear those things and, and you're welcome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and also, it, you know, it's been great to like explore this whole other, other world that, you know, I've always been into broadcasting and radio. I, I've loved listening to talk radio and, and for 20 years. And so to, so to do this with you and, and, to, to, and to like build a relationship with you through this, and uh, also a friendship, uh, you know, and hold each other down in the ways that we do, and uh, and also share these exciting moments and talk to these really cool people. Uh, yeah, I, I I I value it very much. So so. Now, last question. No. Who Fuck. is? I thought we were done. <laughs> who is one guest you want for twenty twenty three? Dream guest, dream guest. Besides Bruce Wills? <laughs> he can't even do interviews. We're talking about, so he can't count. He can. <laughs> okay. He can give me, give me somebody else then. Uh, I mean, I don't. Bruce Tim would be great. Who? Bruce Tim. Tell me who Bruce Tim is. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bruce Tim, the guy who uh, created who Batman the animated series. The guy who like created that whole animated look yeah, that yeah, has been yeah. emulated since then, uh, who like is that the is number one. The so like, you, you look at some of the other artists that I've talked to, Shag, uh, mainly like yeah. you know some of Ricky Watts, uh, Dan Brereton, you know like a lot. Some of these artists that we've talked to have all influenced my art, but none has influenced my art more. And, and I'm not and not me, thousands of artists is than more than Bruce Tim. Okay. And I, I've met him a few times at Con, at Comic Con. I doubt he'll ever come on because he's, you know, he runs the DC animation. And, mm -hmm. uh, but that would be great to talk to him, even if for 10 minutes. So make that happen. <laughs> okay. That. I got you. I got right. you. Yeah. My, what about my, you? Mine's yeah. pretty easy. Yeah. Kevin fucking Smith? No shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that'll ever happen, to be honest with you. Not, not, like, uh, ask your friend Ming Chen. Oh, yeah. Ming Chen. Yeah. <laughs> Ming Chen needs to come on the show now again. I think that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> uh, Ming Chen, if you're listening, uh, truly, we do appreciate you. We always say everything with good love. And uh, yeah, having Kevin Smith on. Actually, Kevin Smith on, but also, and I revealed this in the part two episode of uh, our crossover, is the Tell and Steve Day Boys. Because without Tell and Steve Dave, there really is no Uncle Dad universe. And so... To me, that creates this whole passion of wanting to make this project is tell them Steve, Steve Dave. So if I can get Brian Johnson or Walter Flanagan on, hell yeah. So, Mike, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, happy holiday. No, not happy holiday, I guess not, right? Oh, wait. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Happy whatever you celebrate at this time of year. Well, we're celebrating the New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year indeed from Uncle Dad and Mike, and we will see you all next year. Next year. I love it. Take care, everybody. Peace and love. Oh, wait. I got to say one last time. We're not uncles. We're not dads. Or someone, someone you can fucking talk to. You can fucking talk to, indeed. Take care, everybody. Mm -hmm.